Good morning. The learning should be l'schus, the Yidden and Yisrael, and all the hostages should be returned safely. Um, regarding this discussion at Tfilas the Shulchan Aruch over here actually brings something very unique um, and, and, and says, it quotes the practice of a certain rabbi. The Shulchan Aruch doesn't usually give uh, names of rabbis and practices. It normally just quotes the halacha. But over here, regarding this specific halacha, um, encouraging a to say a secondary blessing before Tfilas Haderach, it quotes it from Mayor Meruttenberg. Oh, my sister. It actually, over here, it, it calls him a Ruttenberg, with a kuf at the end instead of a gimel, which is interesting. Um, and over there it says um, that this is actually a, um, it says this is what he would do, and it's a good practice. That's what the Shulchan Aruch is implying, but it's not required. Um, so as we started talking about yesterday, the tour quotes the reason why Tula Sadarif is unique, that it doesn't start with a bracha, is because it's in its own category. It's not a blessing for a personal benefit, like a regular bracha on food and whatnot. And it's also not a blessing of a mitzvah. It's more like a Hashem, please help me, or asking permission to leave the town. And therefore, that type of bracha does not require a bracha beforehand. Nonetheless, the Rishai, so Mayor Ruttenberg would say, nonetheless, it's still um, ideal to juxtapose Tfilos to another bracha in order to have a bracha in the beginning, and that makes it a, a more complete situation. Um, a secondary reason is brought as to why Tfilos does not start with a bracha, also from the Rishayna, it's a Gemara Mtsachim, uh, based on a Gemara Mtsachim. It says Tfilos is a unique tefillah. Um, it's actually more of a copy and paste type tefillah. Which means that really its origin is based on the language of the bracha of Shemei Atfila uh, in Shemayin Asrei. And therefore, over there in, in Shemayin Asrei, you, ha- you have it already pre-juxtaposed to the bracha beforehand. Therefore, when we're now copying it over here, so it would be that's an additional reason why it would be appropriate to have it set up in the same way it's set up in Shemayin Asrei and to add that bracha beforehand. Now, going back to the story of the Rebbe, where, as actually I said it was 1956, it was 1960, where the Rebbe was offered the candy before and the Rebbe declined it. So interestingly, over here, the Alta Rebbe quotes a dispute between the Rishayinim as to what type of bracha needs to be before Tzilas Could a, a small bracha be there, or does it need to be a long bracha? So a small bracha would be um, a bracha that's like that just has one baruch like a bracha on on food. It has a, that's a small bracha. Altarebbe quotes that ideally it should be a long bracha that has a bracha in the beginning and a bracha at the end before. And therefore, one should say like an alamichia or an asher yatzer before tefillas aderech, and that's the ideal way to do it. So interestingly, in this case where the devil was offered the candy, it was only a small bracha that, would, that he would have been able to do, and the response of the devil was mendarfnesh. Um, so anyway, that's the story. We don't need to. In other words, doing this is a practice, and therefore he declined the candy. So in other words, not only would he have not, is it not required, it's just a good practice, even according to those that say it's a good practice, even just saying a bracha on the candy might not have... Um, even fulfilled that good practice according to the Alta Rebbe that you need a long bracha beforehand and you don't make an after bracha on a candy 
and so on and so forth. Maybe have a great day and a good Shabbos. That is possible. Or he, 